Hey, Pronosters, welcome back to the podcast. Your host, Bruce from Protavo. We got Mr. Stevie Ferrer. All right, I'm just rushing through this because we were talking about something cool. Supercolor. Supercolor is the world's best heat transfer. Uh, Supercolor is made using both digital and screen printing techniques. Bruce and I got a tour of their facility. Um, it's something else. It's like they're they're making Teslas in there or something. Why? Uh, their digital process prints brilliant colors that make graphics pop. Backed up with screen printed white ink that gives amazing stretch and durability second to none. We use Supercolor in our shop every single day. They are super fast, super easy. Um, and Rum and the team over there are absolutely crushing it. Thanks, Supercolor. If you'd like to experience them yourself, use promo code PRINTAVO15 and get 15% off. Graphics source. If you need a solution to improve art efficiency and reduce costs in that department, Graphics Source is the team that you want to use. It's really cool. If you use Printavo, if you don't use Printavo, they'll plug right into your art process and they help you with separations, mockups, creative, order management, digitizing, uh, and they have awesome customer service too. So you actually chat with your artist and uh, it's really consistent. I know you use them a lot, Farrag. We use them, and Nick and Rob actually came to visit uh, visit our team last week, stopped in the shop, and uh, Rob's got some cool skills. He can call out any Pantone if you point at it. So that was pretty cool. Thanks, <laughs> GraphX. Sure you, you can use 50% off uh, your first vector separation or embroidery order. Um, just mention the Printavo podcast. Thanks, guys. Easy way. You shouldn't spend all day cleaning dirty screens. Easy Way's line of environmentally conscious chemicals will get the job done faster, more efficiently, and will cost you a fraction of the cost per screen. Alex and the team at Easy Way have been awesome to work with. We personally use 842 701 in our shop. Easy Way is truly the easiest way. Bruce, have you heard of Multicraft Daddy? Who's that? Well, why don't you tell us? <laughs> If you need ink, supplies, or daddy multicraft screen printing and digital supplies for over 50 years, I've been providing you with awesomely top brands at competitive prices. Make sure to mention Printable Podcast because you'll get 10% off your first order. That's multicraft underscore daddy on Instagram. If he gets to – how many followers does he have now? I, I think he's at, he's at 396 as of this morning. Let's get what him over 400. Do, what will he do if he gets over 400? I don't – 400 is like four more followers. He's going to get that like tomorrow. <laughs> um, but but we want to see him. Maybe he'll shave his head. Dave will shave his head. I don't know if I, oh. I, I want to see that. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> let's get back to the episode. And We're talking about marketing funnels. Yeah, so our problem from a marketing perspective is that, yes – I, I love doing content. I love helping the space. That is great. Now we have a new uh, CEO, James Armijo, which we actually probably should have he on the show. He's got a very cool perspective. But like, he's like, all right, cool. Like, how do you guys? How do you think you can grow more leads, like more sales? Like, how do you turn it up another twenty percent? I was a little bit stumped because I was thinking that's a good question. I think this is where shops are like, well, we we're very reactive to inbound sales, but now how do we grow through outbound? Um, and we've never exercised this muscle before. So, so I someone, I don't know. Do you guys, do you ever use a marketing funnel, Bruce? Like, do you look at, so I think John Amato taught me this once when we were talking about like ads and stuff and 
mm-hmm. you know, Facebook tracking and pixel tracking is basically saying like you have this funnel. The people at the bottom of the funnel are your most loyal, best customers. Yeah. You don't really have to do much with them. You don't have to market to them. You just have to support them. And then like the higher up you go in the funnel, you go a couple stages up, you're going to have customers that might buy from you once, but they need to consistently be nurtured, right? And then you might have customers that have gotten a quote from you, but have never checked out or never converted. And then you have customers that like know about you, but they have never bought from you. And then you have customers that don't know about you and have never bought bought Mm, from you. It's like super warm to super cold. Super warm to super cold. So, so the marketing in every single step of the funnel is completely different. Meaning like when you are trying to get people to just learn who, like say you're talking to people to just, let's use Printavo for example. Yeah. If, if you are a shop, but you don't know who Printavo is because you live under a rock, it's your marketing team's job to go to those rocks, flip them over and just say like, Hey, we're Printavo. Right. But if you are a shop that knows who Printavo is but isn't using it yet, the marketing is much different than just raising awareness, right? So I think the same rules apply in any business. It's it's the hardest type of marketing is getting someone who doesn't know anything about you, um, doesn't know you exist, and getting them to buy. But you can't just do that overnight. It's this gradual like – you're constantly pushing people working down, them your down funnel. the funnel. Interesting. I wonder. I wonder if uh, if the money is best spent though on the warmest, starting at the warmest, and then and then go up, versus so opening up. So the what top you're of the saying work. is interesting. So if you took twenty percent like, of your customers that yeah, generate eighty percent, a thousand dollars a month to spend on some sort of marketing, and you're like. I want to get the best ROI from this thousand dollars a month. Where, like, where would you spend a thousand dollars in marketing a month? Um, this is really interesting. We were just Adam and I, Adam Cook and I, were just talking about this because we we just made a pretty big investment into a massive partner in NIL. Like, it's mm-hmm. huge. Uh, it's going to open us to something like seventy thousand athletes, seventy Power Five schools, and it's really expensive. I mean, we're talking like. It's over $20,000 a year. Let me just put it out that way, right? And we were looking at it and we're just saying like, would it be better to give away $20,000 or would it be better to buy this package and have the ability to market to 70,000 people, right? Like, And and by the way, NAL is like this new collegiate athlete uh, like marketplace that's opened up because NCAA lets athletes make money for folks listening. But- so wait, wh- how did you evaluate that? So we looked at it and said, would we be, would we make a bigger impact if we put out a contest and gave away $25,000, right? Like if we use mm-hmm. that same amount of money and we gave it away, yeah, could we like David Dobrik style, right? Like he gives away Teslas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, could, could you do more with that? But more importantly, like what if you invested some of your marketing money into your customers and just like made made them like super loyal customers? So if you knew that, I think what you were asking, Bruce, is if you had, you know, your top 20% of your customers and they generate 80% of your revenue, what if you spent that money on them first before right. trying to get more customers? I would argue that probably will get a better ROI because they'll be more like they'll spend more with you. 
it it's really and like this this takes me back to trade shows too, right? Because a trade show for us will cost ten thousand dollars. So if I don't have a direct measurable ROI on a trade show, any type of show, ISS, MBM, sports, like anything, then it's just not worth our investment. Just like any for any business, even though it feels like it should be, but I feel like even at a smaller size like we are, and like most shops listening. I feel like if it's not measurable, it's hard to really invest. Now, granted, you know, we like doing content stuff, which isn't the most measurable thing. So maybe I'm totally contradicting what I'm saying. I don't know. When I when I spend that money over and over again, I, I really like it to be. So when I think about, okay, if you have, if somebody gives me $1,000 per month, where do I get the highest ROI? It feels like it should be warmest to coldest still too, right? Like if they're the, if they're the most, if they're the highest yeah. percentage of converting. But you, I think your business is different because you're a subscription software company. Right. Right. Like print shops, you don't really have, you, you, when someone you know, picks up your job, a job from your shop, there's nothing to guarantee that they will come back to you next time besides mm-hmm. the experience that you've given them. In software, it's a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think you can use the same so thing because, you, where like, would you, where would you spend it? I think I would spend it on retention, like on loyalty, like on your current customers. But I think mm-hmm. it would be like finding people. How do we make our twenty? You know, this whole twenty eighty rule. How do we make it like thirty percent or forty percent? Meaning, how do we get people that are starting to become loyal customers into loyal customers versus just trying to attract new customers? Um, so I think it's like, I think it'd be spent in the middle of the funnel, um, trying to like push them down and make them super loyal. Is, isn't it easier to get a shop to upgrade than to get a new shop to sign up for Printavo? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It 100%. So maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not new customers. It's like you said, more focus on retention. Like what if you took every one of your standard plan shops? Okay. And you sent them all a bobblehead <laughs> and a handwritten note and said, like, I love you. <laughs> Will you please upgrade? Marry me? Oh, yeah. I, I would get rid of a lot of bobbleheads, but that personal touch might do better than being at a trade, like, than, than any amount of marketing, right? Um, yeah. Unless you, unless, you know what? Okay, let me switch my thinking. Maybe it is better on extremely high top of funnel investment because if you feel like you can convert well, like let's say if you mm. just need more eyeballs and but you know that you have a good funnel as in I've got a good sales team, they convert probably half our quotes over to invoices as a rough number. All right, cool. I just need more people to see us and, and give us a shot. But that's if you have really good tracking. Like you really know your numbers. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So we're going to go with, we're going to go with account management then. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like a D to C brand and you know, like when John Amato was running ads and helping us out with the Illini store, he had like, he literally carved out different parts of, and he would call like these ads are for prospecting and they're going to yeah. convert at one to five, but these are like your middle funnel and they were converting at like one to 10 or whatever. That's like scientific, but until you like can get those, it's kind of hard to attribute. 
Okay, really so hard let me, to let me, let me turn up the marketing. money then. What if it's five thousand dollars a month? Um, what would you do to grow the business? Five thousand bucks a month. I would spend it on no Facebook ads, no Google ads. It would all be on one-to-one marketing and like gift giving for clients. So five grand every month for a year, let's call it, of of gifts to current clients, new clients. I would probably clients. spend half of it on current, half of it on new. So like if you sent out a hundred gift boxes to a hundred prospects every month mm-hmm. of like just even if you Imagine you printed stuff for, well, okay, let's say 5,000. Let's say you could only impress 50 customers a month and you actually sewed out their polos for them, laser engraved a, a water bottle for them and like gave that to them. You might have like bigger impact with those 50 than trying to spray and pray with like ads and stuff like that. I don't know. Can um, I ask you a goofy question then on that? Why... I, I don't don't take this the wrong way, but why then haven't you done that now? Because we're not as good at our jobs as we wish we'd be. Um, <laughs> I, I have to say, like some of our like, best. It's like are, interesting to think about this. Like when I think about it meta like this, I'm like, okay, great, this makes total sense. But then why am I not doing it? I look at some of our best sales, um, yeah. and our corporate and community sales. Like I need to have Jenna on here. Um, and Lindsay, they're like our unsung heroes because it's not sexy. It pays the bills, but they are like, they go out in the community and they like get in front of people and they like have gifts for everyone. And so like Illinois went to the tournament. And so their way of marketing was making like Illini gift boxes for our top customers. Got and it. so like they, it just, it's unsung and it's not tracked. And it's, it's just like the good old fashioned, like, relationships. Um, but can you do that to scale? You know, uh, I look at a company like Bumble, the dating app company. This is very interesting. They have such a good ambassador program and spoiling their ambassadors with merch. Yeah. Literally every single month. What's up? TikTok does that company too. TikTok. TikTok does that a lot. Right. And it's literally just like getting them awesome swag and getting them a gift box and this experience. And then they open it and they post it. And like, you can't, can't quantify the value there as much as that, that one-to-one experience with such a big company makes such a big impact. I think that's why big companies like Monster and Bud Light, you always see the reps that they're spoiling and stuff. If you had $5,000 a month, how would you do it? Um, it's a good question. I, I think the biggest ROI for the business I would love to test is mail. I'd love to try direct mail on new customers. We wouldn't get super far, unfortunately, with like engineering investment, uh, just just the sheer cost uh, of an engineer. But I think I could get, you know, that's 5,000 letters or so per month. And I wonder if there's a lot of types of customers that you can directly target, at least for us, that don't, you know, go on YouTube, that don't go on Facebook groups, that aren't on, you know, hunting around or things that we can get in Under front of. Under a rock? Under yeah, a rock shops? Super, I mean, there's tons of, like, every time I'm at a trade, oh, yeah, I've never heard of you guys, you know? Um, whether it's new shops getting started and they just started a year or two ago. But would it be better? Okay, let me challenge you again with this. Would it be better to spend a little bit more, say you could send 5,000 letters, 
Would it be yeah. better to send a thousand five like a thousand boxes that were like a little bit more higher value or higher touch, like an actual yes, experience? I agree. So and maybe it's like ten bucks each, and then you you can only and it's a lot more you know memorable for, instead of a postcard they throw out. Yeah, you're right. I definitely I definitely up it. So if you get you know five thousand individual letters, maybe you call it fifteen a box. Well, you got to ship it and everything. Call it twenty dollars a box. That's two hundred and fifty a month. I think the only thing though it with with gifts and things is that you have to follow up though too. You know, if it's a per it's gotta be either somebody following up or you have to send them something again to help drive the funnel to, to remind somebody. Isn't it crazy? Like we get our box from Comfort Colors and like Bella Canvas and like it comes with one shirt in it and it's like this beautiful box that probably like they probably spent twenty bucks to get it to me. Yeah. But somehow they know that Campus Inc. spends a lot on comfort colors. <laughs> yeah. They're sharing the data from the distributors or however that works. But you're right. I mean, it, which seems like, is that for new, like they want you to try something new or it's more of a thank you? I, I'm sure somehow they know there's an amount that we spend there and maybe they'd be sending something new. But like also, you know, as, as the industry gets saturated with more pigment dyed shirts and there's other options out there, they're just letting, they're just reinstating. They're like, Hey, we're here. Right. We're here. Mm. You know? Um, I don't know. Isn't that, that's like real marketing. I feel like we need to get some crazy, crazy marketing agency people on here that like really think through like, but really like on a local level, marketing is totally shooting from the hip They're Like it's really hard to get true attribution. It it is, and for that's for any size business. Uh, like sometimes, sometimes the company. smallest marketing turns into a huge order, and you're like, "We got lucky." Yeah, I I, I kind of wonder too if the easiest way with the gift giving or with postcards or whatever is like offering value. I mean, uh, I know everybody's seen Gary V stuff, but he has this one concept called like. Uh, jab 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 hook or whatever or so, something like that but the, the the whole premise of it is like offer value you know like three times or something before you ask for something in return so mm. everybody constantly sends all these like look at me here's a coupon code use this look at me you know and instead it's like hey okay if it's super relevant to them it's like hey um if it's maybe a university or school it's like here's like five tips to fundraise or you know um something like that or um uh, Interesting. Yeah. So and then and then gift ask. giving is gift giving is almost the same as like adding value. Right. Right. Like you could give someone a free shirt, you could give them a really nice blog on how to fundraise. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a knowledge gift. Yeah. Printavo totally. gives a lot of knowledge gifts. Thank you for knowledge gifting us, Bruce. <laughs> I like finding I like finding nuggets and stuff. All right. Cool. I thought that was important to record. That was a good, good one. Hey, thanks guys for listening to this. Uh, I don't know if this is a podcast or just a review or something, but is this a marketing riff. Is this, this is our just first a riff? riff. Thanks for listening to this riff. I'll see you on the next riff. <laughs>